Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X.ca on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It's 1235 in Edmonton. Uh, three live guests over the course of the next hour and a half. Uh, that includes Mark Spector, Stoffer Inspector for Horse Racing Alberta Live Racing. Uh, thoroughbred style returns to Northlands Park on May the 5th. Uh, we'll have Sean Burke in at uh, 105 today. He is a uh, co-GM of Team Canada on the 2018 uh, IIHF World Hockey Championship. And Aaron Portsline, our old friend out of Columbus, now at the Athletic, will join us at 135. But at this time, we've on, on top of three guests, we also have three sets of tickets to give away uh, as tonight as part of Fan Appreciation Night. And we're going to tag uh, this set of tickets that we're going to give away right here, right now, with, what the heck, uh, with part of Mr. Lube t- trivia. So you get two tickets to tonight's game plus a $50 GC from Mr. Lube, Canada's leader in car maintenance. Pretty easy question. We talked about Andre Kopitar being a Hart Trophy candidate. Name the player who would later play for the Edmonton Oilers and played for Sean Burke at the Olympics this year that the Columbus Blue Jackets took ahead of Andre Kopitar in the 2005 NHL draft. I will tell you that I was... Um, I really like this guy. He was a good guy. He was a really interesting, eclectic personality. Unfortunately, he didn't turn out to be anywhere near the hockey player that Andre Kopitar did. But name the Columbus first-rounder that was later traded to Edmonton and played for... Uh, Team Canada in the Olympics for Sean Burke that uh, Columbus took ahead of Andre Kopitar in the 2005 draft. The winner gets uh, the first of our three sets of tickets that we're giving away for tonight's game for Fan Appreciation Night. At this time, we're now going to bring aboard Mark Spector. That's a relatively easy trivia question. Spec, how are you? Oh, pretty good. Bobby? Pretty good. Let's get right to it. All right. Here we go. You are like, are you not like the, uh, let's just move that headset down just a bit. There we go. For some reason, you sound a little off, so let's cue that up a bit. Um, Who's tech in this affair? Here, well, uh, unfortunately, you're stuck with me in this building. So yeah, I know. At this that's time, what at, that's what I'm getting. Yeah, at. I'm not known for my technical brilliance. Uh, anything mechanical, forget about it, right? I'm the guy that drove <laughs> my dad's tractor through our garage on our acreage when I was 12 years oh, old, learning you? how to drive the gra- yeah, learning oh. how to drive the tractor. Nice work. At least I didn't flip it. So uh, Bob Feller used to be able to throw a fastball through a barn door. Yeah. <laughs> 
You could drive a tractor through a barn door. I could. <laughs> I could. I had an okay shot. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I, I wasn't like Brian Trotche growing up in Valmarie, Saskatchewan. How'd you learn how to shoot? I used to shoot it at my dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, then. We can't laugh about that anymore. No, that's not at all funny. No, we Case don't want to offend anybody out there. He is listening. <laughs> yes. We'll have somebody. That is the truth, though. It was He was joking, too, with that line. Uh, he also had one of the great uh, give-and-take uh, commentaries ever. You can check it out on YouTube. Uh, he and Kevin Stevens working over Brian Bellows during the 1991 Stanley Cup Final. Yes. And Bellows is by their bench. And all I'm going to say is they got all seven of the words that George Carlin used to say. You oh, can't say. Yes. They, it was funny. And the combination of words, um, you know, right up there, uh, it, yes. was, it was pretty funny stuff. Joe Pesci-esque, shall ah, we say. There you go. There we go. All right, Mark, uh, we had read on last segment. You're on this committee called the, what is it, the PWHA, PHWA? PHWA, Professional Hockey Writers Association. You guys vote for the MVP. Yes, we do for the Hart Trophy, my friend. Can a player win from a team that doesn't make the playoffs? Sure they can, if enough people vote for them to win. Okay. Like, how, much no of a cri- how much of a criteria is that? Well, there's it's it's... You know, we're really not uh, the only criteria that any of the roughly 175 voters are given is what anyone can find in the guide and record book under Hart Trophy. I don't have it memorized, but it's basically the player judged to be the most valuable to his team. Right. Hart's always a little sketchy on that one, right? Like, is it the most valuable player in the league? You know, if is it the best player in the league? Well, it can't be that because McDavid and Sydney would just win it every year. Uh, is it the most valuable to his team? Well, then maybe Carey Price would win it every year because the team around him is not very good. Not this year. Right. The other goalie's been better over the last... Right. Well, I know, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, so it, it's always a, people interpret it a little when bit is, differently. When do you guys do the vote? Uh, the deadline for voting is generally the Monday after the regular season Can I tell closed. you something? In my opinion, yep. they should wait until the season's over. Playoffs are over? No, regular season's over. Well, they do. Okay. So, yeah, yeah they, you... you uh, you're not allowed to vote before the end of the regular no, season? No, no, you can vote if you wish okay. to. Most of us sort of wait. I mean, okay. let's. what's a guy going to do on By the way, to just get a, the Norris if he doesn't Not that I'm going to pick at you a bit here. Are there any voting members that don't travel? Oh, for sure there are. Yeah, there yeah. has to be. Okay. There just aren't 175 members. And these are mostly writers and about 15 select broadcasters yeah, that are not directly affiliated with any teams. That's exactly right. We've broken into the broadcasting business, Elliot Friedman and uh, sure. a bunch of guys. So we, because we vote as broadcasters on the Coach of the Year. Yes, you do. Right? But, uh, and this year, otherwise renamed the Gerard Gallant Trophy. But. Yeah. Because that's that might be the easiest the one. That's probably the easiest one this year. The Hart, the Norris. There's a lot of tough ones this year. All right. So the, the, the biggest debate here in Edmonton becomes the criteria: if a guy's team doesn't make the playoffs, you know, can I vote him to win the trophy? Well, that, there again, there are no criteria on that. It's up to each individual voter to think that through. Well, um, Mario won in '87, '88 when 16 out of 21 teams made the playoffs. Right, and he made it as a team. Now his team had a decent. They were basically a 500 team that year that didn't make the playoffs. If right. they were in the other divisions, they so, might have made it. So the point is, it can happen. Yeah, right. It can happen. He was so dominant that season. This is Gretzky a, missed a bunch of games. We should qualify that. Yeah, uh, but he was. His numbers were absolutely dominant. I'm not sure if you did his even strength scoring uh, that year and then put it into our era in terms of the scoring era because I think back then. Teams base, I think they were at about seven and a half goals per game spec. Yes, and we're not near that right now. We might be at like five point 
I don't know, five point off the top of my head, I think we'd be at 5.5 to 5.7 goals per game right now. That might be a bit high. Okay. Maybe somebody can text me, take the time, or yeah. tweet me at yeah. Bob underscore Stoff or text me at 630-630. What, uh, you know, what do you have to multiply by today's numbers to get us relative to the numbers of 1987-88? Oh, yeah. adjusted is, to me, uh, uh, everyone's trying to do it, and I respect that we like to do right. it. And the guys to spend a lot of time and effort and math doing it. Uh, I'm not. See, here's the I'm thing. Never There's, satisfied so, by it. So six games left. Just, just I'm, I'm going to give you a hypothetical here, Spec. Yes. So right okay. now, McDavid's up by three points. The five main guys that are chasing him all have the same amount of games left yes. as Connor. What happens if Connor gets 11 points in the final six games and finishes eight to ten points up on everybody else? And oh, by the way, is the first player since Henrik Sedin to average better than a point per game at even strength. He's the only guy in the league the last five years to have 70 points at even okay. strength. Then he'll get on a whole bunch of ballots, you know. Yeah. And and there has been, you know, this would be the perfect example of a year where uh, the guy who wins the thing may win it on the strength of having a whole bunch of second and third place votes. You know, it, it, oftentimes, like last year, everyone voted Connor McDavid number one in their heart trophy, okay. uh, trophy ballot. We all get five votes on our ballot. Okay. So... You know, last year he was just one on everyone's ballot. He was a landslide. Uh, this year, there's about seven guys out there that are all going to get votes. So the seconds and thirds and fourths, they're going to count for something this year. The reason why I asked about how many of your voters travel? Yes. Okay. Nathan McKinnon, he's had an unbelievable year. Yes. He's got 62 of his 92 points at home. He's got 30 points on the road this season. Okay. Okay. He's. I think he's just over. Now, he missed some road games with an injury, in fairness. He missed a road trip. But yep. he's, he's like, barely over in terms of even strength or, or in, terms, he, uh, in terms of scoring on the road. Mc, yes. McDavid, by the way, spec. Just breaking something here, buddy. Just keep talking. Oh. You know? Well, is it something you can share with me about our team? No. Okay. Uh, keep going. Okay. You're going to put something out? Yeah, right away. 17 points. McDavid has 17 more even strength points than any other player in the league right well, now. Well, that's that's a stat that... that uh, Some guys... I, I every listen. You can make numbers work a lot of different ways. No, 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 you can. But also every voter who does their due diligence should look that up and should know that. I certainly... You know, that's what I think makes it... You know, I'm the... I mean, full disclosure, I'm the president of PHWA. Uh, I will oversee... Uh, in fact, Elliot Friedman is in charge of coming up with our list of voters. Uh, that list is is out internally uh, inside our organization, and I will see it this afternoon. Um, we have a really eclectic list. Some guys go deeply into analytics to make their votes. Some guys don't. You know, yeah. some guys look at plus minus. Some guys disregard it. Some people will go. You know, almost everyone will look up. Well, let's see. Did the guy get most of his points in the power play? Were they even strength? I mean, that's just part of doing your due diligence. Like, I have Melkin in the top five, and yeah. I have guys saying, how can you have Melkin in the top five or anybody from Pittsburgh? It's all power play scoring. How about no. this, Mark? There's a chance McDavid wins a scoring race this year, and the Oilers come last in the power yeah, play. That would be incredible. I don't think that that's ever happened before. Here's the thing. There's like no wrong... if that's ever happened before. Yeah, we we've, we've gave that that's assignment Bob to... Waterman. He would know it. Uh, Elias. Okay, well, maybe... That's your guy. You should reach out to Bob and say, has this ever happened before? Uh... For the record, and you can text us at 630-630. Mark, yes. there's no wrong answer. The only wrong answer is I can't vote for McDavid because they don't make the playoffs. The other guys, there's no wrong answers. on the. Uh, you can make 
this, this is the thing. You could make a justifiable position on, what, eight, ten different playoffs? Here we go. Yes. McKinnon, should he be in consideration? Oh, for sure. Taylor Hall. Absolutely. Okay. You have Jenny Malcolm. Yes. Okay. Brad Cla- Marchand. Claude Giroux. Uh, Claude Giroux leads the league in assists total at this point. His team has come from being not so good to uh, having a heck of a run. Cop- sure. Kopitar. Uh, yeah. Okay. Consideration. Definitely Brad Marchand. I'm not sure he's on my five. Brad Marchand, has, what does he have, 80 points in 60 games? Yep. That sounds like heart but, trophy uh, and an exceptionally good team. Well, wait a sec here. Did your committee not vote on Rookie of the Year a few years ago? Yeah, I'm sure we did. Well, McDavid won it, the three months. Did month, not win it because he was hurt for a long time. He missed 37 games, and it was right. said, well, he missed too many games. So if Marchand only plays 65 games, is that close enough where yeah, he, he missed 17, not yeah. 35? Okay. All right. You know, so there's that. What juicy, salacious piece. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. You have the uh, retired referees working the situation room. There yeah, we go. That's interesting that they've changed. If that. anybody was going to break anything on the officials, it was going to be you, Should Mark. Should be me. You are the official breaker of all things official. Yeah, well, you never know. Uh, I think, though, the, the, one of the interesting things about that, if we can switch topics a little bit, okay. is that the NHL made a rule change so quickly. They went totally away from the on-ice referees, the on-ice officials making the call on goalie interference. Starting Wednesday, it's the Situation Room, and they've in, they've put uh, they're going to run four referees through there, not all at the same time, obviously one at a time. Rob, uh, it's going to be Don Van Massenhoven, Rob Schick, Bill McCurry, and Paul Dvorsky. Of many, many, many years of experience there. Stephen Walkham could go in there as well. I'm 100% on board with this. Just, I think you know, it's a this, hell of a decision. Fantastic idea. But I think it's even better that the league didn't take six months or a year to do it nope. the way they usually do. They ran it through. It's a good job. Good stuff. All right. Some guests on our show receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Follow the sizzle to Alberta's own Roos Chris Steakhouse, 9990 Jasper Avenue. Reminder that every Wednesday is date night at Roos Chris, where two can dine for $120. When we come back, we'll find out uh, who won the tickets, who knew the answer to who Columbus took instead of Andre Kopitar in the 2005 draft. And Mark Speck myself will talk about Ryan Nugent Hopkins and his deployment with Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl when we return in Oilers now. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca. Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports certificate of authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton show. Showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. So we're going to do three sets of uh, trivia today for our friends at Mr. Lube. Our qu- first question for the tickets to tonight's game, part of uh, Fan Appreciation Night tonight at Rogers Place, Edmonton, Columbus Blue Jackets. Who is the player Columbus uh, chose over Andre Kopitar 2005 draft? The answer was Brendan Ulrich. Gilbert, or Gilbert Brule, and the winner was Jonas. All right, Jonas, enjoy your tickets to the game and a $50 GC from our friends at Mr. Lube. Uh, we will tell you that uh, coming up, 
In the fall, we've got an Oilers Now New West travel trip to Europe. Chance to go see the Oilers play in Cologne, Germany, and Gothenburg, Sweden. Experience everything that Germany and Sweden have to offer. Your New West travel package will include flights, hotels, game tickets, and welcome receptions. Visit newwesttravel.com. Uh, get in now because space is limited on this trip. Stoffer Inspector for Horse Racing Alberta Live. Third Red Racing May 5th, right around the time of the Kentucky Derby. Uh, starts uh, Really starts the Third Red Racing season. Sure. All right. Spec, just before we get to R&H and Leon, yeah. um, just to clarify for all the listeners, so you, are you not the president of this? Yeah, I'm president of the PHWA. All right. And then my favorite writer, Frank Cervelli. Yes. He is the vice president. He is a vice. So he, my two is, favorite guys. And Chris Johnston's the other vice president. Yeah. Well, Chris is a great guy, great too. Guy Three too. great guys. We're all great guys. There you go. <laughs> the votes are now disclosed. Yes, this will be the first year. Uh, we will disclose right after this ceremony in Las Vegas okay. when uh, the awards are announced. The very next day on our website, PHWA, um, you will be able to see how every voter voted. My point about do all your voters travel is because there's some players that are simply better at home than they are at oh, road. And no question. Now, all you have to do is go look at home road splits and look at a lot. And like a couple of years ago, Goodrow had ridiculous numbers at home, bad numbers at uh, on the road. Last year, I think he was about 50-50. So it changes year to year with guys. It does for sure, but I'll just, for the sake of argument, go the other way. When you go on the road with the Oilers, and I do not, I sit home and start to watch a bunch of stuff around the league. Yep. I watch games on TV that I would never well, get a chance to watch. We've discussed this. I have a right? theory that Eastern writers don't see as much hockey as Western writers. Well, because they go to bed. Cause or because they, they, they finish writing the story and then they make their way home at 11 o'clock Eastern, but the Western games are still going on, mm-hmm. whereas we're watching those Eastern games before our games out West, right? Right. No, that's that's for sure. It's very difficult when you live in Toronto uh, to sit and watch that game that starts at 10 o'clock at night. You watch a period or two. It's time for bed. you got to get up the next day. We have four minutes. How do you think this, Ryan? I'm going to read you the numbers. Okay, Just let's be- have them. Okay. They're not bad. Wait a second. Let me get a pen because I'm writing it today, so I'll steal them. Okay. <laughs> Nugent Hopkins has played nine games okay. with Connor McDavid. He has four goals, six assists, ten points, and he's plus 13. Okay. Okay. Uh, McDavid, in the nine games that he's played with R&H, yep. has eight goals, 18 points in the nine games. He's plus 10. And Ratty has now played six games on that line. He has four goals, seven points, and is plus eight. So, okay. how do you think this has gone with Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Connor McDavid? Well, really good, for one. Uh, and I think it's such a big picture thing here in Edmonton. You know, we're looking for a way... Uh, they are looking for a way to have their top two centers be Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. So that meant getting Dreisaitl off of McDavid's wing, but replacing him with a commensurate player. That's good enough to, to mm-hmm. really get the most out of McDavid the way Dreisaitl does. And now we've, I think this experiment through 10th game tonight is showing us that Ryan uh, Nugent Hopkins is able to squeeze as much out of McDavid as Dreisaitl ever did. Is that fair? Well, I mean, I mean, and part of it, I mean, Connor's just gone supersonic gin and tonic right now. He's yeah. on fire. He's on fire. This is ridiculous what he's doing. Here's my thing. I think that if Nugent Hopkins plays with McDavid, he could probably get 
60 to 70 points in a season, especially if he's on the first unit that's power what you play. Think. Yeah, yep. I think that's fair. Okay. I think that Dry Settle, if he's not with McDavid, gets 60 to 70 points. Okay. If he is with McDavid, we're talking 70 to 85 points. Okay. But the problem is Nugent Hopkins drops to a 45 to 60 point player, 45 to 55 right. point player. He's never had more than 56 right. without McDavid. So. I, you're, what you're saying is that Drysaddle can drive his own line more effectively than can yeah. Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Yes. And because Nugent is a centerman and a left winger, uh, you can do two things. Late in the game, you can put Drysaddle up on that line if, if you, you need to. a goal that bad. and Or if you just feel like a change, and you change your lines over the season, it's quite s- simple to See, move Drysaddle up, and then you have your second-line center become yeah. Nugent for 10 games. What's wrong with that? The other part of it, I, I think Ryan has been incredibly selfless completely yep. unselfish as a player. He has taken, as the Oilers transition, McDavid and Drysaddle in the lineup, that meant Nugent Hopkins did, had to do, a, a, you know, wasn't, was box settle a first unit power play, which yep. he's very good on the power play. We should establish that. He actually might be a better power play player right now than the other two guys. Okay. I'm not convinced if he was on the first unit power play all year, the team would be last on the power play. Right. How could you say that? He's more when experienced. His, more he was third on the power, the, the orders, his rookie year finished third in the NHL, 11 12. Mm-hmm. He had 23 of his 52 points in the power play. A lot he's of a the good, power play is adjusting as you go and right. seeing things, and, and experience is important, and he's, he's more experienced. So to me, he deserves to yeah. be the option for the Oilers. Instead of people saying, well, you got to trade Nugent Hopkins for a left shot sniper, I'm like, well, oh. I would. The only thing I was always saying is, is this. If. If there was a big ticket out there, whether it was the right shot defenseman yeah. or uh, or a sniper on the top line, if you decided you had to go out and get a five, six, seven million dollar player out there in the market, yeah. it had to be Nuge that went. He's the only salary that you can trade. They're and that taking, would have value. That has value. They're not taking Lucic. Right. Or you'd make the deal. Right. So that I was never a you gotta trade Nuge guy. My question became if he's if like this thing's washing it away for me, this is working so well. This three centers in your top six, uh, you know, Nuge and Drysaddle will change spots a little bit during yep. the season. I think this is working so well that now you have to say, a we don't need another top line player because you can't afford one. Right, R- Raddy's fine by me sitting in there right now. Well, uh, if he gets four or five more points in the final six games here, you, you sign Yamamoto. him a one way one way deal at eight hundred k or something. Uh, like. You need a cheap guy on that side. Yamamoto might be that guy one day. Who knows? Right. Uh, I think now you have to say, okay, we still need the defenseman. But, How do we get the defenseman? But you're not going to use Ryan Nugent Hopkins to get that defenseman. You've got to you find another way. And when I watched Connor McDavid walk Mike Hoffman the other night, I know this about Ryan Nugent Hopkins. He's not getting walked on that play no. that way. He's at least no. trying to do something. Oh, for sure. And that's the other thing I was going to say, <laughs> Spec. Just to wrap up, we got 30 seconds. All right. Dance with who you know. You know what you got with McDay, uh, with Nugent Hopkins and with Clefbaum. They're both well-liked players in the, in the construct of your team environment. They're popular guys. They're positive energy guys. They are. The, as an old coach once told me, Bob, the American League is filled with nice guys. All right. Well, <laughs> on this show, there aren't any. When we come back, Spec, uh, you're going to join us Thursday for a half hour, right? Yes, sir. Stoffer Inspector for Horse Racing, Alberta Live Racing, uh, returning thoroughbred style, Northlands Park, May 5th. Sean Burke from Hockey Canada. When we return on Oilers Now after a global news weather traffic update.